0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you?
1: I'm doing good.
0: Excellent. We're refreshed. We're renewed. We had a week away or thereabouts.
1: I don't know if I'm refreshed and renewed. Sometimes vacation just (laughs) makes you even more busy. But we really had a nice time and uh, it's been a while since we've been able to record. So there's a lot of news.
0: All right. Yes, there is.
1: So let's get started with the Disney Parks blog. Um, there's a whole lot to talk about, um, with the Disney wish, there was, um, like a press conference or something, right? About that. There
0: was, there was the grand reveal, um, and that was the digital unveiling of the, of the Disney wish. Um, there were multiple postings on the Disney blog with details on the ship, their inaugural sailings. Um, what's in store in terms of dining options, kids' club. And we're going to get into that in a little bit when we talk about the uh, the cruise line.
1: Okay. Um, and then the other big news is that Disneyland um, opened – which day did they open?
0: They opened March. on the 30th.
1: Which was what, Saturday?
0: That was uh,
1: – Friday. Friday. Okay. Saturday. Yeah. Um, so there's some um, – Stories on the Disney Parks blog about the reopening of Disneyland.
0: That's right. There is a welcome back to the Disneyland Resort theme parks, which is a little video uh, welcoming everybody back. Mm -hmm. There is a story on the first guests experiencing park magic for the first time in 412 Mm -hmm. days, if you can believe that. That is crazy. Uh, And that was a ceremony with uh, Bob Jake Peck, Bob Iger, Josh Damaro, and Ken Potrock. Uh, on Main Street there, and then a bunch of photos with excited guests. Uh, So it was a a big couple of days in California.
1: Awesome. And then there's news about the Grand Californian Hotel hotel and Spa, which um, is reopened now along with uh, Disneyland Park.
0: That's right. They actually reopened on April 29th, the night before the park opened. Um, But they are open And uh, their spa is open. Their guests are excited to have people back. Now, the the one thing that's not cool about this is that they have modified the entrance. Uh, One of the big staying points for uh, the Grand Californian is that you can enter directly into California Adventure from the park. uh, But they have modified that and taken that option away for the time being.
1: You you were able to enter into California Adventure? I know you were able to enter into um, their downtown Disney.
0: Right. You were in also to There's an to California entrance California in California Adventure over so they had two, by Grizzly Peak. So they
1: had three entrances.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, two 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 that went out into one went into California Adventure, one went into Disney Springs, and then there was the main entrance. Right.
1: Okay. And then they have a tour of Adventures Campus.
0: Yes. This is a pretty cool tour with some additional uh, pictures of what's going on. It's written up as though it's like a kind of a college tour. And it's got little checkpoints of what to visit. Um, you know, it all starts out with Mission Breakout, the Guardians of the Galaxy version of the Tower of Terror. Um, there is a uh, Terran Treats store, which is run by the Collector. Uh, so you can uh, get some items there. There are some pictures from the PIM Test Kitchen, which we've talked about before, which is where they're using uh, PIM Particles to grow and shrink food and food items. And the, the, the theming looks really cool in here because... Big and
1: small, like oversized
0: and and micro sized and mini. Um, There's the Avengers headquarters building. Uh, There's a little look at the ancient sanctum, uh, which is where there may or may not be some sorcerer training going on. And then very cool that in California in the 1940s, there was a Stark Motors factory in California, but it has since been turned into the Worldwide Engineering Brigade Building. So that is where the Web headquarters will be. Uh, So a nice little interesting park blog about Avengers Campus, which does open on June 4th at uh, the California Adventure. Okay. Uh,
1: And then um, there's... um all right, so that's it for the Disney Parks blog. So now we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things that are going on with the Disneyland reopening. Um, the Snow White Enchanted Wish, which is the Snow White ride that they've uh, refurbished, that is now open. as a, uh, it, it reopened on the first day with the reopening. Yep. Um, and then there's some changes that were made to the Haunted Mansion.
0: Yeah, the Haunted Mansion was plussed up a little bit during the shutdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've updated the load area and the Pet cemetery. Uh, so that's fun uh, in the queue. And uh, they've also added uh, some addition to the, Madame, uh, to the Madame Leota section where the seance is going on. Uh, their stretching room is actually open as opposed to Florida where the stretching room is just a, a walkthrough uh, component of the ride. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, all the rides are physically distanced uh, with markers on the ground like if you've been to California – um, if you've been to Florida, then you know it. Uh, what it's like there. Right. Um, uh, the building itself has undergone a paint job, an entire paint job. So there's multiple shades of white, which actually, even though there are multiple shades of white, it makes the building appear more shadowy. Okay. And uh, kind of a little sinister when you're looking at it. So, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's what's going on.
1: All right. And then uh, I believe their Jungle Cruise is currently closed?
0: Their Jungle Cruise is currently closed. So the Magic Kingdom, they're working on it. It's a working update. Right. Um, Magic Kingdom, I'm sorry, in Disneyland, they have decided to uh, shut it down. Um, and it will be reopening in the summer with the changes, uh, for diversity and cultural, you know, goodness that we have, (laughs) uh, we have heard about over the past few months. And, uh, yeah, so the Jungle Cruise is closed. Um, Also, coming back at a future date in Disneyland is going to be their new uh, annual pass program. Okay. So if you were an AP holder, um, you will have a new AP-like program. There's been no real details given out of it, um, but that will be debuting by the end of the year.
1: Okay. So we know that um, Disneyland was closed for 411 days, and that led, obviously, to quite a loss in revenue. Uh, you have a number there.
0: It did. This this is what I find amazing. Uh, so 411 days. Um, it totaled just for the Disneyland Resort. So this is the two parks, downtown Disney, the hotels. Mm-hmm. Four point three billion dollars in revenue. That's a now a lot
1: of money.
0: That does not account for any of the ancillary businesses in that area. The mom and pop hotels, right? Well, your, your Disney Major didn't hotels lose that money. chain. Right. You know, that is just $4.3 billion that affected Disney. Um, it is part of a uh, $21 billion revenue loss uh, due to the COVID and coronavirus closures. Uh, so even though they are back and operating, you know, they're going to be making through 2022 $21 billion less than they would have had there been no hiccup in operations.
1: Yeah, well... They were making crazy money. I mean, that's the reason their stock's been going through the roof. Right. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's going to take them some time to make it up, but they're not going to be hurting. Right. If any, if any business was able to withstand it, this was it.
0: Well, I mean, the only, I think the only reason the business withstood it was because of uh, Disney Plus.
1: I mean, that helped, but it's not like Disneyland and Disney World were going to go anywhere. Had they been, even been closed uh, that long.
0: You, you never know.
1: I mean, even Gatorland didn't go out of business, so.
0: But Gatorland is is a small entity compared to Disney World.
1: Exactly. Okay.
0: All right. We'll agree to disagree.
1: Um, In the Magic Kingdom in Florida, they have released the park hours for July 11th to the 17th.
0: Yes, they have. Uh, The Magic Kingdom is going to be open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. from July 11th through 17th. Epcot is going to be open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Hollywood Studios from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Animal Kingdom from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. There is no word on Typhoon Lagoon uh or Blizzard Beach. Blizzard Beach is currently open. Typhoon Lagoon has no opening date. Right. Uh you know, I was I was thinking about this the other day when I was in line at the Animal Kingdom for Flight of Passage. I was talking to this family behind me who had never been to Pandora before and uh you know, I told them I said if you get an opportunity, check it out at nighttime because at nighttime it's a completely different park and I, and I think that's kind of the way it also is with Galaxy's Edge. You know, the lighting at night is amazing. Well, the problem with the animal kingdom right now during the summer is that the park hours are 6 p.m., uh, which is well before it gets dark. So if you go to visit Pandora in the summertime, you never get to see the bioluminescence or any any of which that. Which
1: stinks, but we just experienced the same exact thing, right? We were just in Hollywood Studios, and uh, it's beautiful at Galaxy's Edge at night. It's a whole different look. And we wanted to, you know, we were doing some other things. We had dinner, and then we were going to go back and then check out Galaxy's Edge in the Dark. Park was closed. It was still light out at right. 8 o'clock. Yeah. So there's no seeing, you know, with 8 o'clock ending hours at Hollywood Studios, there's no seeing Galaxy's Edge in the Dark either. So. Nope. It's a shame. It is. All right. Um, they now have uh, Disney Magic Mobile for Android.
0: Yeah, Disney Magic Mobile is the option to use your phone as your room key, park ticket, and more. Uh, that rolled out initially on Apple devices with the iOS, Apple iOS. Um, but now it is available on uh, Android devices. So go to Google Play or wherever it is that you get your uh, Android apps, apps, your Android apps, and uh, you can download that for your phone or your smart device.
1: Okay. How are the updates going with the Jungle Cruise?
0: All right. There are plenty of updates uh, going on. Uh, First off, the spears have been removed from the headhunter scene. Okay. All right. The abandoned pygmy welcome party hut has been removed. Okay. Because we don't want to offend any pygmies. Uh, And the last piece, which I actually like, um, is they have released, so we know they took away Trader Sam. Uh, Trader Sam is a headhunter who appeared at the end of the attraction. Yeah. Um, but they have debuted the concept art for the uh, Trader Sam's uh, gift shop, Lost and Found.
1: Okay, right. Yeah.
0: Uh, which I think is pretty good because it is actually poking fun at itself because it is a ride that ends in a gift shop. You know, mm-hmm. the joke with every Disney ride is it ends at the gift shop. and right. Now they've added a gift mm-hmm. shop to the Jungle Cruise ride, but it's a Not an pretend gift shop. Right. Right. Cute. Yeah.
1: Right, um, the baby center in the Magic Kingdom is going to be closing for refurbishment. When does that start?
0: Um, when does that start? That is a good question.
1: <laughs> I thought so. Uh,
0: because I have lost internet and my stories will not load now. Oh. So let's uh, give it small talk here for a second.
1: Um. All right. Let's talk about the baby center.
0: Oh, the baby center. The baby I,
1: center was cute. They had. Um, they I have the areas center. for um, nursing mothers. They have like high chairs in there if you need to feed your. Um, your child in a you know more comfortable easier way than just you know in their stroller or whatever. Um, just nice quiet area places nice places for changing your baby. Changing
0: facilities, changing tables, yeah. diapers and baby goods. If you yep, forget for them, yeah. Uh, so there's all sorts of stuff here. Um, still not loading, but I can tell you that it is going to be closing soon uh, for refurbishment, and they will be opening a temporary location in Tomorrowland in the Magic Kingdom. Okay.
1: Um, In Epcot, the self-serve beverage stations at Sunshine Seasons have reopened. So that's good
0: news. It is because, uh, you know, they had been cordoned off with stanchions um, and only cast members were handing out sodas. uh, But now you can actually fill up your own cup.
1: It's funny. All these stories are just the exact reverse of, you know, how it had been going, you know, previously. Uh, you know, as things slowly, well, not slowly, quickly close down, like one thing at a time that they took away so quickly. Now they're, it's a little bit slower, obviously, on the comeback, but um, things are, things are coming back a little at a time. Yes, they Which are. Which moves me into our next story at Epcot. Um, even though it's something being taken away, uh, I think it's a good sign. Mickey and Friends character character cavalcade is going to be ending on May 4th.
0: That is True. Um, So it is a world tour character cavalcade where the characters rode in vehicles around Epcot, uh, around the World Showcase. Um, But they have decided to end that as of May 4th. Uh, And instead of a moving cavalcade, the characters are going to be making static appearances near the entry to the park.
1: Yeah. So it's just one step you know, one step closer to, you know, a little bit of normalcy. You'll know where to find them. Right. You know, you can plan for it and go see them as opposed to just like hoping that they're going to be driving by. Um, so moving in the right direction. Yes. yes. And then we have an update on the Gelateria Toscano.
0: That's right. Gelateria Toscana, Toscana. is is the new name for the gelato uh, kiosk that mm-hmm. they built in the Italy Pavilion in Epcot. Um, They announced that it is going to open in May. There is no definitive date yet, um, but they at least have a name, and uh, they have a menu, which is exciting. Okay. Um, They are going to have gelati in a waffle cone or a cup. They're going to have chocolate, vanilla, pistachio, cookies, and cream, stracciatella, strawberry, or tiramisu. Okay. They're also going to have sorbetti, gelati floats, uh, copa de nono, uh, no, no. Uh, Copa Amizia, Copa Delizia. Uh, so these are just some drinks. They're going to have an, uh, an espresso with gelato. Uh, they're going to have chocolate cannolis. They're going to have zeppoli. They're going to have mocha tiramisu. And then they're going to have specialty non-alcoholic beverages as well as cocktails, beer, and wine. Yeah,
1: well, wow. all right. Pretty Uh, Pretty extensive menu, actually. Yes. In the Animal Kingdom, work has started on the distance queue at the Festival of the Lion King.
0: That's right. We uh, heard last night that the scaled-down version of Festival of the Lion King, called a celebration of Festival of the Lion King, uh, is going to debut in mid-May. So in order to do that, they are putting in a modified queue with social distancing in place. Um, so they have seen, uh, cast members measuring and setting up the distancing stickers recently.
1: It's gotta be a fun job. Yes. Um, there's a new way to use Bluetooth for photo pass attractions.
0: There is. Um, and I will tell you about it. Will still,
1: you? Will you really, or do I have to make small talk?
0: Still having issues loading <laughs> and it's driving me crazy. All right. So they have installed signage. Um, This will help ensure that your photos on attractions are linked to your Disney account. Uh, Before you get on the ride, you scan a QR code to have the attraction photo linked to your Disney account. Scan here to check your mobile settings. Um, And then the attractions will automatically detect a magic band uh, when you go through the attraction. Um, But they're also using the Bluetooth detection uh, to, I guess, get both your phone and your magic band as you're going through. Um, enabling Bluetooth on the mobile device will ensure that it gets linked. Uh, It was being tested last week for the rock and roller coaster, uh, as well as the twilight zone tower of terror. This is part of the magic mobile features. um, But Disney wants to remind everyone that they are not discontinuing the magic bands.
1: Okay. Uh, In resort news, valet parking is going to be returning to Disney resorts.
0: It is. It did not return to the resort hotels when they reopened. However, Um, And if you're handicapped uh, or have disabilities, you can get special parking assistance. Um, But the full-service valet is going to be returning to resort hotels. It returned over the weekend to the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. And on May 2nd, it returns back to the Contemporary and the Riviera Resort. So those two are already up and running by the time you listen to this. May 16th, it returns to the Yacht Club and Boardwalk. May 30th, the Coronado Springs and Beach Club Resorts, as well as the Animal Kingdom Lodge Villas at Kadani Village. And then on June 7th, the Disney Wilderness Lodge. All right. So I would assume that when the Polynesian opens in mid-July, they would also have Valley Services opening and returning with the resort.
1: I would assume so. Yep. All right. The concept art is out for a dining experience um, at the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel.
0: Yes, this is part of the uh, new book that we talked about last week, the Art of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge coffee table book. Uh, and they do have a look at the hotel's sit-down restaurant. Um, it is uh, entitled Cruiser Restaurant Interior Version 1. Um, it is going to be part of where a dinner show uh, is performed as the guests eat dinner. Uh, and in addition to that, um, there has been a schematic released of what the first floor of the ship will look like uh, and how the rooms and dining room and common areas are laid out. Um, this kind of goes in line with the look at the starship name, the Halcyon, uh, which has been released before. Um, you know, if you put the body of the ship around the schematic, it right. fits what the ship is supposed to look like. Um, so that is, uh, that's, you know, they're giving us bits and pieces of this resort okay. um, and what's going to be happening. So uh, very exciting. All
1: right. Um, the TTC has had the um, archways, the paint scheme has been updated.
0: That's right. The monorail and ferryboat archways have been painted to the new blue and gold color. Uh, a lot better than the old drab, uh, what was it, kind of a light gray, like not a battleship gray, a couple shades less than that. It with was the a purpley. And then they had that purple stripe around yeah, it, it with the green stripe.
1: When did they finish this? Uh,
0: they must have done it over the weekend because it didn't, uh, right? it didn't it look like that when enough. I was there.
1: It didn't. I was there too, remember?
0: You were. You walked over with me or rode over with me.
1: Um, and then in cruise news, uh, the CDC may allow cruising to restart as early as mid-July.
0: That's right. Um, and that timeline would be based on the cruise line's compliance with the CDC framework for conditional sailing. Uh, so the those are the guidelines that the cruise ship have to meet, cruise lines have to meet in order to resume operations in U.S. waters. Um, so, you know, if, if they are on board with that, then, uh, then they'll probably be able to resume cruising by mid-July. Um, but you know, that's the earliest we're going to see cruise resumption out of the United States. Um, Royal Caribbean, uh, has chosen to sail out of foreign ports as well as Nassau. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they are sailing overseas. Disney has opted to mm-hmm. sail out of the United Kingdom uh, throughout July, August, and September. Um, so hopefully we get to see the resumption of cruising before the summer is over.
1: That would be great. Yes. All right. Um, details have been announced on the inaugural sailing of The Wish.
0: That's right. The Wish, uh, Disney's fifth cruise ship, is going to have her maiden voyage on June 9th. It's going to be a five-night cruise to Nassau, Bahamas, Uh uh, it's a Bahamian cruise. It's going to go to Nassau and Castaway Key, uh, And then the inaugural season is going to be a combination of three- and four-night cruises um, still on that Bahamian uh, Nassau itinerary out of Port Canaveral. Mm-hmm. Um, the first sailing will be the inaugural cruise, and then the second sailing will be a DVC member-only cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then the third sailing will resume to the general public. Um, bookings for the wish are going to be opening on may 17th for platinum castaway club members with 25 plus sailings completed
1: so that's interesting because we've never seen that before
0: right we've never seen the classifications
1: well, yes yeah, separating out. out your platinum like if right. you were platinum you were platinum and now they're ranking people based on how many cruises within platinum you actually have. yeah
0: there are four different platinum dates Uh, Tuesday, May 18th, Platinum Castaway Club members with 20 or more sailings can book. Mm -hmm. Wednesday, May 19th, it's Platinum Castaway members with 15 or more sailings. And then on Thursday, May 20th, we can finally call because it's open to all Platinum Castaway members. And we
1: thought we were doing so good. We thought we really had a shot at this, but now it's looking like we probably
0: Probably not going to have a shot. Uh, On Monday, May 24th, it is open to Gold Castaway members. Mm Tuesday, May 25th, booking opens for DVC members and Adventure by Disney Adventure Insiders. On May 26th, it opens to Silver Castaway Club members. And then on Thursday, May 27th, bookings open for all guests. Um, There have been no prices uh, released yet for the cruises uh, on the Disney Wish. So time will tell what is going on with that.
1: It's going to be so expensive. Yeah.
0: Now, would you like to hear some details on the ship?
1: Um, all
0: right. So they're going to have a grand hall with Cinderella as the centerpiece. Um, very light colors, uh, kind of changes the color scheme from you know what we're used to on the Disney uh, cruise it's line. Very elegant. Um, the staterooms are a lot lighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use a lot more white and gold. Golds. Um, staterooms are nice and airy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have a new attraction called the Auto Mouse. I'm um, sorry, the Aqua Mouse, um, which is inspired by the current Mickey Mouse animated shorts. And it's going to be the first ever Disney attraction at sea. Uh, it's 760 feet of curving tubes, and it's going to be a family uh, raft ride.
1: Okay. So
0: there'll be more than one. And they are upright seats, which I like. It's not just a tube, but there are backs on these mm-hmm. uh, seats. Yeah. Uh, the family area of the Wish is going to have six pools that will be spread throughout tiered decks. Nice, very exciting. Uh, there's going to be a Toy Story inspired area for families with children and toddlers. Uh, included in that will be a splash zone, family water slide, waiting pool, and a smoothie bar. Uh, as far as dining experiences go, there's going to be an Arendelle, a Frozen dining adventure experience. Uh, there's also going to be the New Worlds of Marvel restaurant. Uh, in which passengers get to play an interactive role as you are part of an Avengers mission. All right. The global menu will be inspired by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I will bet they have shawarma on the menu. (laughs) Um, Also included is 1923, um, a Mm -hmm. restaurant that is inspired by the year the Walt Disney Company was founded, and it is an homage to the Hollywood of Walt's beginning. Dishes will be inspired by California.
1: Looks beautiful. So that's
0: a very elegant restaurant. As far as the kids' club go, ages 3 to 12 will have a reimagined Oceaneers Club uh, from Marvel Superhero Academy uh, to Fairytale Hall, uh, where they'll be able to do stuff uh, related to those different properties. Uh, little ones will, of course, have a small world nursery. Teens and preteens will have an edge and vibe as they have on the other ships. Um and then let's see. There will also be, as far as lounges and restaurants go, there will be the Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge, which will look like a luxurious spaceship. Okay. Um, kind of borrowing a little bit from uh, from the Halcyon mm-hmm. and the new Star Wars Resort Hotel. Um, uh, coming to the ship for adults is Paolo Steakhouse, which is a reimagining of the Paolo restaurant uh, from the current. Uh, ships. And this steakhouse will be inspired, inspired by Beauty and the Beast's Cogsworth. And it will be a classic take on a modern steakhouse. And then they will have another restaurant called Enchanté, uh, by Chef Arnaud Le Lomain And it will feature a gourmet, gourmet menu, uh, created for the wish by the chef. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, Chef was also involved with uh, Remy on the Dream and Fantasy. And this space is going to be inspired by Beauty and the Beast's uh, Lumiere. So very funny that it's a Cinderella-based ship, and they're using Beauty and the Beast for inspiration on the restaurants. Uh, And then there's going to be a new lounge uh, between the entrance of Paolo and Enchante. It's going to be called the Rose, of course, once again tied into Beauty and the Beast. Very odd. Um, There's going to be the Quiet Cove Pool District, um, which is, of course, uh, related to adults-only areas. Uh, And then the Disney Wish will have four royal suites, including two that will be two-story suites that can accommodate up to six guests. The
1: pictures Mm -hmm. of these are beautiful. Yes,
0: very gorgeous. Um, There will be a uh, spa, the Mm -hmm. Census Spa, on board as you are used to on the other ships. Um, And then as far as entertainment goes, the Walt Disney Theater will showcase a reimagined version of Disney's Aladdin, a musical spectacular, as well as two original productions Mm -hmm. being created for the Wish. Um, There's going to be a brand-new entertainment hub called Luna, which will feature family activities during the day and then adult-exclusive entertainment in the evenings. Um, There's going to be um, the Wonderland and Neverland cinemas, which will include classic and first-run films from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, and more. And then the ship sports area called Hero Zone will feature game-show-style activities and action-packed challenges. All right. So that is everything in a nutshell that we know.
1: That's, and that's a lot. I mean, that's pretty much everything you need to know, except that's for the right. price. That's right. Um, speaking of prices, there is a price update for Paolo and Remy.
0: Well, how do you pay for this ship? Well, you got to increase somewhere. Um, Paolo uh, and Remy, which are the signature dining for adults on the other four Disney ships, have announced price increases. Uh, the prefix menu is going from $40 to 45 for Paolo, and Remy will be increasing to $125. Uh, uh, did I say for Remy? Yeah. Yes, okay. Uh, a la carte items will be priced individually, uh, and the brunch experience at Paolo is also increasing from 40 to $45. Um, Does da, 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 it say da, 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 what da,
1: Remy used to be?
0: It does not, but it does mention that Platinum Castaway Club guests and those adults in their staterooms will continue to be offered one complimentary meal at Palo for either brunch or dinner. Nice. So that is uh, that is nice.
1: All right. Um, in Universal Studios news, the VelociCoaster has undergone passholder previews. Yeah,
0: passholder previews took place today. Um, I know one of the guys who happened to be on the Passholder Preview. He said that Orlando has a new number one coaster after mm-hmm. riding this. Um, I probably will never know because <laughs> it looks like it's going to be a lot more than I can handle. Uh, but that attraction, the Velocicoaster, does open for the public on June 10th. Uh, there will be another couple of days of Passholder uh, Previews, if I recall correctly. So uh, good luck with that.
1: All right. And then moving over to Universal Studios in Hollywood, um, they're going to be allowing vaccinated adults from out-of-state to visit.
0: Yeah, very interesting. So California has said that out-of-state guests can visit theme parks. Disney and Universal both in this initially held fast and said we are only opening to California residents. Disney is still holding the line on that. Um, but Universal Hollywood has mentioned that they are going to allow vaccinated out-of-state adults to visit. Uh, you have to have proof of your COVID vaccine, COVID-19 mm-hmm. vaccination and a photo ID. Uh, so you have to be 18 years of age or older. Um, oh, 16, because that's the age in which you can right. be vaccinated yep. uh, right now. So right now, children from under age 16 from out-of-state will not be able to visit. Okay. And there are no exceptions for those who are not yet eligible for the vaccine.
1: All right, fair enough. Yeah. Um and then we have some updates um from Orange County, Florida health updates.
0: That's right. Orange County, Florida has announced plans to change the, com- the county's COVID 19 executive order, and that's going to come in three phases. And those three phases are phase one effective immediately. The physical distancing requirement is being reduced from six feet to three feet. Mm-hmm. So that is good news. As a matter of fact, when we left out of the airport on Friday night, um, the signs still all said six feet, but the actual queue, when I went through TSA pre, Uh, was set to three feet. Okay. Um, So that is pretty good. Uh, Phase two begins when 50% of the population over 16 has received their first dose of the vaccine. And at that time, the face covering mandate will be lifted for outdoor settings. Wow. Current uh, status in Orange County, uh, Florida is 35.7% of the eligible population has been vaccinated with their first dose. Okay. So they need to get to work on that. And then phase three will begin when 70% of the population over age 16 has received their first dose and the 14 day rolling positivity rate is uh, 5% or lower. And at that time, all mandates will be lifted. It will be lifted, lifted it, will be lifted, um, which means that no masks will be required indoors. Uh, Please remember that even though these uh, mandates are being changed for the county, that does not mean that Disney world or Orlando, uh, Uh, Universal Orlando Resort will follow them uh, because they have their own uh, protocols. Um, And then along uh, that same line, uh, the Orange County Department of Health official, Dr. Raul Pino, um, has stated that he feels temperature checks are no longer necessary. He says that they don't really prevent the spread of COVID-19. They just happen to be one symptom that you may or may not have. Um, Temperature checks have been used by multiple businesses uh, as in, including Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando uh, throughout the county over the course of the past year. Um, but Orange County uh, will probably do away with that. Okay. So that is that.
1: Very good. I think that's all we have today.
0: All right. So that is it. Hope everybody uh, is doing well. And until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>